As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome to a... Warriors Road win edition of the uh, live edition of the uh, Warriors All 82 podcast, we'll call it about as unsmooth of a, uh, an intro as I've had, but as good of a Warriors Yeah, you are lacking the significance of the moment. You know what I'm saying? It's what a big road win for the Warriors. This is like monumental. This is welcome to the road championship. Of the- All right, maybe that's too much, but something. Uh, that's that's a huge throwback. road win in Houston once again, where they've had many a, big road wins. How about a throwback? We'll call it a throwback because this is you know to me maybe because it was on the Houston floor. Though it, it you know it's not against the James Harden Rockets, but seeing Steph Curry and Clay Thompson hit like big you, you mean the Eric Gordon Rockets? You mean Eric? That, oh, that, he, that had he, to be tough for Eric Gordon. <laughs> why is he still on the Rockets? <laughs> anyway. Um, so Steph, I mean, like we'll get to some of the issues that continue to present itself, but, um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry combined for 74 points. They combined for 17 made threes. Um, they had the two threes that clinched it at the end, which to me is like, that's kind of been like the, an undertold story of their own eight road start is like, they've had like four different chances to close games against generally bad teams and, the veterans have failed to do so. They didn't fail tonight. You know, Clay hit a couple big ones in the fourth. Steph hit that rainbow to like kind of seal it. He even did the night night celebration, which was like, this is when really deserving of that. But um, yeah, I mean, we probably should start with Clay, but uh, what'd you just think of the whole game? I guess. First off, when you're 0 and 8 on the road, yeah, you, you it deserves a night night celebration. Uh, <laughs> you, you take it how you can. Uh, I, I actually, you remember we asked Steph about this before, about like, hey, man, this vets on the court at the end of games. And he said it's really about the middle part of the games where we blow it. Uh, to me, the part about this that makes it like eh, like emblematic or like if they want to take it as a positive sign, it's everything happened how it's been happening, and they still were able to win because their their, their big names show up. And to me – that that's the story. Like that's what it has to be. It it wasn't what it's been, but that's what it has to be. Because waiting on 
that second unit to get it together is just probably too much to ask for. Uh, in well, any other universe, it would be crazy that 74 points from Stephen Clay resulted in a nail-biting win. <laughs> but true. They, they got to take you this point. What I would say was different in the script tonight was Clay Thompson. That was a very different version of Clay Thompson that showed up at the previous road games. Um, 20 in the quarter, 18 on 6-6 six of six, uh, in the first seven minutes of the game. I mean, staked him to a double-digit lead. Now the second unit blows that double-digit lead very quickly to open the second quarter. There's 13-0 Houston run, uh, which basically erased everything Clay had done. But 26 at half, nine in the fourth quarter, three threes. I mentioned what I felt like was, you know, Steph had the memorable rainbow to, like, really end it. But I thought Clay's quick trigger wing three, his 10th made three of the game uh, on the right wing when they're all in the yeah, up. That was three, one twelve left. Like that was the that was the big one I thought down the stretch and you know forty one and you know he's been such a story of the last I don't know week to ten days what happened in Phoenix felt like this bubbling situation of of bad shot selection from Clay combined with like horrible efficiency kind of hit its head uh, and then obviously the story of that win win the other night over the Knicks was like him taking a more patient approach. And, you know, Steve Kerr's whole thing is the game will reward you if you do that. Um, obviously, the team meeting, which we can get into, which where Draymond and Clay clearly had a conversation that has helped. But then also he comes out of it on the other side. I mean, you, you don't necessarily say a shot selection was fantastic tonight, but it was like vintage Clay, like hitting those type of shots. So uh, it's kind of been a strange week for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he needed this. He needed this so badly. Uh, and part of the reason he needed it badly was because he wanted it too badly. You know, this is the type of game that Clay's been angling for, and it, it came at great expense, which which is why him pulling it off is so meaningful. But to me, the irony of it all is that uh, he got it in the way he always got it, right? And that's that's the part that I think he got. He wanted it so bad, he lost how he gets his his action. And as Draymond said tonight, like, you know, everybody loses their way at some point. And he was kind of lost in that. And it's, it's probably the best thing that can happen to the Warriors right now is that Clay has one of these games. And not just like New York, the next game was good, right? But that was just like a, a good, solid good game. He was, he was gunning for this game. He wanted the 40 spot. He wanted the 10 threes. He wanted the y'all must not know about me type of game. And he didn't want the he, got it. he didn't want the game where Clay uh, Kerr comes out post game like he was really patient tonight like you didn't see the yeah, subtle nah. things he did <laughs> yeah nah he he wanted that y'all better remember who I am type of game and now that they got it and the way the way he got it matters right it's validation for what they were telling him like you don't need to you don't need to go rogue you don't need to hunt because. The offense, in many ways, is designed to get you specifically shot. So just wait for it, and it got him the game he was looking for. So if that's if that's an omen, right, if that's a sign to things to come, then you really can't ask for much better out of a road win at Houston, right, which wasn't supposed to be so monumental, but it turns out it just might be. If it means, like, that clay that we saw, like, all the way up through the Phoenix game is now just like a blip on the radar. 
what do you think of the way it's publicly and in some ways privately been handled over the last week where they were clearly upset and it had just hit its breaking point in Phoenix? Um, you know, you were there. I mean, like just the subliminal and some in some ways direct comments from Stephen Kerr, uh, Stephen Curry post game. And then, you know, I know you kind of followed what went on in the home game and the way they praised him. And then they come out and talk about this team meeting that they seem to think might wasn't just clay related. It was they they're 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 looking at all their issues, but in some ways felt a little bit like a clay intervention. Um, and, you know, obviously this conversation that that Draymond and Clay have now both acknowledged. Uh, what do you just think about that part of this whole thing? I mean, I'm kind of, that's kind of what I'm writing about is that this whole thing, like we, we, we've seen what we've seen. We know what, what it is, right? The young players aren't ready to be who they need them to be right now. The, the veterans they signed still trying to get their little legs, you know, acclimated, get their little warriors legs together. So if, if anything's going to write the ship, it's going to have to be the stars. And what we've seen is those guys deliver like on the court and off right this is Draymond who really hasn't you know in position or hasn't been in position to be the vocal leader after the 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 training camp incident stepping up with a guy he knows and with the guy he's got this relationship with to, to put him in the right place and they've all it was it's very clear that they know how to deal with Clay right they know how to how to win him back and how to lose him, right? They know what sets him off and what doesn't, because like they were they were suggesting and intimated, but but they could tell it wasn't the time to kind of go at him, or you didn't want to say something publicly. He was clearly in a in a space, and you know they'd whisper about Clay needs to play better, but they just know each other well. They just know each other so well, you could see that kind of play out. But in the end, it's Steph, it's Clay, it's Draymond, and Wiggins, right? Like they just have to be those guys, and what what you got for the first row win is Steph. You know, typically a spectacular Clay finally putting together one of his explosive games, and quite as kept like Draymond was great. It's not not just because he helps get Clay on track, but then him going into the second unit for the second half might be a tweak that helps them moving forward. Like. Draymond going in and kind of stabilize the second unit. It's all on them. It's them. And maybe it won't be for the whole season, right? Maybe this isn't, this isn't how it's going to be, you know, throughout. But for right now, they need their stars to be stars. And that's what happened. It's, it wasn't enough to blow out the Rockets, but it was enough to get the win. And if they can just start putting games together where they're all playing well, then maybe they can buy themselves some time. Get above 500, buy themselves some time. And, and, and slow play the other guys back in and hope, and hope it works. You see Steph's stat line tonight? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. 33 points on 20 shots, 15 assists, six rebounds, three steals, two blocks, one turnover. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah, I mean, he just continues to, like, you know, what is, I would say, you match his the start to his unanimous MVP season, maybe even in some ways better than that. I mean, not, you know, they were whatever an O at this point, 16 and O, so that part is not being matched. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is... This might be the best start to a season of his career, uh, and it just—I mean, he just—it's such control. Uh, if and if they can get to a reasonable record, I mean, he's gonna once the MVP conversation really starts to materialize. As long as they are stabilized with a decent enough record, I mean, he's gonna be right at the front of that conversation. Marcus Thompson has left the chat. Look at this. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Um, I would say the other thing I kind of did want to mention, uh, Marcus alluded to it there, but yes, Draymond Green did go in the second unit, um, uh, in the second half. In the first half, it was Looney in that spot. It was Anthony Lamb played, Kaminga played in the first half. They opened the, the second quarter, letting Houston go on, a, 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 I believe it was a 13 0 run, but it just, it completely flipped that first quarter where they, they're up 40-28 at the end of the first quarter. Steph goes to the bench, gets a breather, and then it's just, boom, minus 13 right away. Whereas in the second half, no Kaminga, no Lamb. Moses Moody reenters the picture. Um, and, you know, Moody didn't do anything great, but it was, you know, it's, it's notable that they tried Moody. And then the big thing, and Kerr said he thought it uh, kind of stabilized the unit post game, but it was Draymond instead of Looney, and they didn't. You know, they didn't smack the Rockets to, to start the fourth quarter, but they got more defensive stops. Draymond hit a little floater. Uh, he, he passed it to DiVincenzo on a backdoor for kind of a little spinning layup. Poole hit a few free throws. And more importantly, they just held the Rockets down. So Steph isn't in to start the fourth quarter. The Warriors are up three. He returns at the 727 mark. They're still up one. You know, that's a minus two. But that's, you know, that's what they need right now. It's minus two while Steph goes out, not minus 11. I mean, number one, that's how good Steph is. But number two, I mean, to, I don't know why he tried it. Maybe because Houston is such a bad team that he figured he'd get away with it. But to me, it's pretty clear. You just can't sit all those all-stars, right? Like, I mean, you got to keep – I mean, I'm thinking two on the floor. But if you got pool, I mean, I guess you get away with one other one. Uh, you just can't it, – it doesn't it, – number one, it works against Jordan Poole, who's already struggling. You can't put him on a on the floor with four guys that, or at least three guys he he just hasn't played with. But like you need somebody on there who's got some more savvy about them, and I think that's the part. Jordan Poole's trying to figure out who he is and what he can do in the second unit. And it's like he's he's just too prone to erratic play. They just need somebody, a ball handler primarily who can say, all right, we got this. Everybody calm down. They had that in Livingston. They had that in uh, uh, Andre Iguodala. And sometimes Steven Chinzo is that. Yeah, that's who they want him to be. It's, he's still kind of learning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 
you know, they, they just got to be patient with it. He just not like he showed some tonight, like, but he was even better with Draymond. Like his cutting mattered, his read, like all his the smart way he plays, that kind of Jay Wright Villanova basketball mattered because he was with Draymond. And to me, like that, that's the move. It might be better for Draymond than it would be for Claire Wiggins. Because neither one of those guys are kind of orchestrators, and that's what they need in the second unit. So I, I don't know why 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 Kerr tried that again, but it probably should be the last time. It's got to be somebody on the court with them. Again, it's going to be the stars. It has to be the stars until they get rolling, until they feel comfortable playing, that they're playing their game again. They just got to lean on the stars and, and and hope none of them get hurt. So w- Wiggins makes six of eleven tonight from three, along with Steph, 7 of 14, Clay 10 of what, 13 or whatever he was. Then 23 combined threes, I think. Let me do, yeah, I'm doing the math, right? 23 combined threes, an NBA record by three guys. Wiggins is now at 42% for three this season, um, shooting it really well. But within an answer, he was asked postgame, uh, Kerr was about it. Kerr pointed out his defense, just said it hasn't been as good as last year. And then, he, you know, kind of broaden that out to like the whole team hasn't or, co- you know, maybe we need to change up schemes, but they, he's upset with the team's defense. And I just thought it was interesting that he noted that Wiggins defense in particular has not been as good this season. Well, it hasn't. And it's pretty obvious. Uh, he's having a real hard time with like not small, but smaller players. Quicker. Uh, you know, like, yeah, the, the the slithery kind of quick dudes, like, I mean, Kevin Porter ain't that, like, small, but he's got a lot of that quick burst, first step. Like, those people are giving Wiggins problems. And I don't – I think it might be because he's kind of relaxed and he's not pressuring the ball. We saw Kaminga, who I keep – I think he does well when they put him in there to do it on the ball, like pressuring the ball. I mean, he picked up some fouls, but he's still, like, applying good pressure. I think maybe they need to put Wiggins back on that tip because when he was at his peak defensively, when we watched him, and maybe it's too early, you know, traditionally, but again, I think they need to lean on the stars. Like, he got to start picking up 75 feet. That's what he was doing before. Put him on the ball handler, let him get into it. He just doesn't seem to be as into it, into it defensively, and partially because it's early. But I think a big deal, too. It happens again tonight. I just really don't think they expect other people to make the shots they're making. Right? I really think they're like, I'm going to pick it up later. But right now, you know, I'm going to play a little bit of D, but you ain't making that. And then teams are getting hot. I do think that's a bit of a problem. But they're getting his pick and roll defense has been pretty, uh, it's been a struggle. And I think part of it is just, he's just got to get into that mindset. But it's a lot to ask for him to do that the whole well, year. Well, also – That's why they should be using Kaminga and Moody more. Yeah, also, like, I, when Andrew Wiggins, like, took this evolving leap defensively, it was, like, at this pinnacle of basketball. It was, like, West Finals, NBA Finals, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum. He was, like – Wiggins, in a lot of ways, was crowned. His career had become justified. Like, this was such a – I, it's just an invigorating moment, an enlightening basketball moment for him. And I, this is the first time that he's gone through the experience of like, okay, then a few months later, you must come back and play regular season basketball again. And I just, that, I think there's a little of that too, right? It's just like, it's, it's 
tough for him to get himself up quite like that. It's so, tough, man. It yeah. is hard, especially against the Rockets, right? Like, I'm sure it's easier if he's going against Kevin Durant or LeBron, but I, I think it is tough, and I think that's why the young players uh, should be used more. But I also think Dante helps with a lot of that. Like, he's a, he's a pretty good on-ball defender. Like, he's just starting to – you can just feel as he's starting to – get it a little bit more like that. He was a part of that unit that just tricked off the game. But I really think that's just a big part of that is who's out there on the floor. You, you just can't put those guys together like lamb and like, you just can't do that, but you put them with the guys. I, I just think him and Michael green are so much better. And maybe, maybe you could, maybe you could spare Wiggins from that, but yeah, his pick and roll defense definitely needs to improve. Believe it or not, Steph is playing great pick-and-roll defense, which is, you know, uh, amazing when you add in his offensive success. All right. Well, they played the Pelicans on Monday. We don't know who will or won't rest. If you're Clay, uh, do you force him to get you out there? Do you go to Celebrini and say, nah, man, I got to play? Oh, uh, I mean, I think you can do it all you want. I think Celebrini's not messing around with these dudes. (laughs) Nah, I don't expect to see Clay. It's possible you see Steph and Draymond. They've only sat one back to back, Uh, so we'll see. Uh, That's going to be a tough game, regardless. And then Clippers, Jazz, Wednesday, Friday, and Chase Center. So it's kind of a challenging week. They do seem like they're playing better, but not everything remains solved. So uh, I'm curious how this week goes. Should be a fun week. Uh, they 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 just play so well at home that you kind of look look forward to those Jazz. I'm really looking forward to that Jazz game. I know that sounds crazy, but Jazz Jazz are a tough cover. They're gonna have to bring it. They, they Jazz are like you out second so seed in the West. I mean, I, man, dude, like they they out here getting buckets. I just want to see how they respond to that. And you know, obviously the Clippers is a big deal. I, I wonder if they just cash in. New Orleans, <laughs> sit everybody, and then come back next week because then you got another road trip after that. And it, no, that's not a back to back. So they don't have any more back to backs for the next four games. So I wouldn't be surprised if they say, hey, go ahead, young fellas. We got one. They already we will okay coming back 8 and 10. They already did it once in New Orleans. I mean, imagine if you're a Pelicans fan that, that actually wants to see the Warriors two times hey, in a month. You might not get them, it. Anymore. Give them the phone number to the scheduler. Yeah, <laughs> to, to the schedule. Yep. Like, why are you doing these back to back like this? You're right, Not necessarily. All right, Marcus, thank you for coming on, uh, and we will talk at some point this week. All right, peace out.